0: Welcome to our first Grow Mental Health Recovery podcast. Today's a topic, successfully facing the universal challenge of COVID-19 and we are delighted that you are listening and we would really hope that you find the following 20-30 minutes useful and we will be discussing how people can mentally deal with this new normal resulting from the COVID-19 crisis. We will be discussing how we can use what we call the Grow program to do this. Firstly, to introduce myself, uh, my name is Louise Carroll and I have worked with GROW since 2008 as an area coordinator. And in that time, I've worked with peer support groups who meet weekly to overcome a range of mental health challenges. Today, I am joined by three guests, the first two who know the GROW programme very well, Gerry Farrell and Dara O'Brien, and both successfully applied the GROW programme to their everyday lives for many years. They are also going to share their experiences and thoughts on how they will be protecting their mental health uh, during this crisis. Um, Lastly, we are joined by Sheila Tracy, who is not familiar with the programme, but um, has joined us with many questions on how Inouye can quickly learn from the basics and feel a little more equipped to face whatever the next few weeks brings. So you're all very welcome and thank you for joining me. Thanks Thank you. delighted to be Thank here. You. Okay, um, So let me start
1: with you Jerry. tell us a little bit about your mental health journey. Um, I'm in Grow for about 14 years and uh, I've danced with depression, anxiety, panic attacks, all those type of things. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details of them because anybody who's been there will know the intensity and the darkness of them. But uh, that was a number of years ago. Um, To grow, uh, isolation that mental health can bring you, that can lead you into, has been broken. And that same isolation is what adds fuel to the fire. Now, we're talking about isolation now uh, within this uh, virus that's going on. And this is where it can add fuel to the fire of people's uh, mental health at the moment by being isolated. So I think it's a good it's a good topic to be to be discussing, especially with what's going on out there at the moment. Um, The thing about GROW and its program, it's not it's not just so much about a cure or a recovery and that's it. It's about an ongoing way of life. It's a way of an outlook at life and it's an ongoing. It never comes to it. It's not like just a, uh, you can take a few tablets and it's all over. It's a way of just looking at life and taking life on as it comes to you. There's no such thing as success. You know, success implies uh, an end, you know, once off. Life is always changing and there's always going to be things brought in front of us, challenges. And it's not about, you know, success and then that's it. It's about learning from all these various challenges and then bringing those experiences into your life to help you go forward to the next challenge. And I think that's what's happening now with this mm-hmm. uh, COVID-19. Would,
0: would you say um, that this programme, you know, is for living, it's a day, for day-to-day living, it's a programme we can use in our day-to-day living?
1: Absolutely, absolutely, because when we're not forwarding on all cylinders mentally, we're not living properly, we're not living to our full potential and what the grow Pro- program does it just brings us back to a re a remembering if you like of all the things that we need to put in place so that we can live a full life you know when we're not when we're not when we're depressed when we're when we're anxious and all that we're not living our full lives and i think you know if we not just in mental health but in all areas of life we're made, we're, we're made of body mind and spirit mind is one aspect of it the body is another aspect of it and our spirit which is the sum of the parts yeah you know or more than the sum of the parts so these are the three areas that the grow program helps us
0: yeah well thanks for that Jerry. that's well described Mm -hmm. Uh, it can be hard we were just talking about this before you know in in, um, another group earlier and we were just talking about how it can be difficult for a new person coming in to grow, to maybe get the concept, get the ethos of the programme, it takes a while for it to, you know, to see how it all works, I yeah. suppose. But um, it's about giving it time, isn't it really? And it's yeah. about just kind of, you know, chipping away at it and um, coming weekly, coming regularly, linking in with people, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's all part of it too, yeah. isn't it? Would you, would you say that's being part of you, your recovery?
1: It is, yeah. It's about the endurance. You know, we endure until cured. We keep on going. We keep on... The things that, that got us well, we keep in place. We don't mm-hmm. just, you know, put things in place, get well, and then discard them. That's a fool's errand. You know, these are the things that we that we learn and grow. We yep. introduce them into our lives, and that helps maintain our well-being. Yeah. And that's very important. Some people think that when they're starting to feel well, they offload the very things that got them well, and that's not the way. it happens. You have to keep these things in place.
0: Okay. Thanks for that, Jerry And Dara, I'd ask you the same question: if you'd like to tell us a little bit about your journey, and um, you know, joining Grow and how it's made, possibly helped you in the program.
2: Yeah. So um, I came to Grow over three and a half years ago, and um, I was actually recommended to Grow through another Grow in the Arclo Group. Um, I was suffering with stress and anxiety. I would have been a person who was very um, in control and very confident and I started suffering with stress and anxiety and I got support through counselling and medication and that but I wanted to put in place um, something that was going to help me with the future and uh, a friend of mine recommended grow a friend of my sisters and she thought that, it, that grow could help me and i came along to a grow meeting and what i found with grow was um it was a program that was going to that promote wellness and recovery and development through the weekly task and it was a, a program that was about people that who understood what it was, I suppose, what it was like to feel the way I felt and through the programme, uh, through the, it helps you with through development, through the use of the weekly task and um, then when you develop, being able to share your experience to help others. Mm-hmm. That's what I've got out of the programme.
0: Thanks for that Dara. That's, um, yeah, and I suppose it is that thing of shared experiences you know, we, we can forget that sometimes. Sometimes yeah. people coming in to Grow will talk about, you know, um, coming to a place where they're looking for answers. And I suppose, mm-hmm. you know, when you get to know the pro- programme, you start to see that you have the answers and it, that we've learned from our own experiences. And that's quite empowering, isn't it, as you go along, you know? What do you think, Keith, of that? Would you like to share something about your journey into Grow?
3: I would have struggled with depression for a very long time and about 14 years ago, I was hospitalized for the first time. I got a diagnosis of bipolar disorder and then I was hospitalized about six times again in two years, but there was no recovery. So I moved from the private to the public health system and I got an excellent psychiatrist and excellent support. And through the support there and education, I was able to learn about my diagnosis. But I also wanted, like the others said, to find something that would help me, you know, um, help me recover, but maintain that recovery, and find like a fellowship with people who were also experiencing different mental health challenges that we could sit and talk in a in a confidential but a very um, supportive way. So um, I saw I was in the, the the venue where we have our meeting. I was buying tickets for something, and I saw a sign. I went to the first meeting and I was intrigued from the beginning. It really appealed to my practical side because it was very well-run, there was a structure to it. We took a task each day, each week, and then, you know, we talked about the achievement of the task the following week. I feel there's a real sort of brother and sisterhood with the fellow team members. Um, And there's also a social aspect. Um, You do, over time, learn to live the programme and the language of the programme becomes nearly your everyday language. And you can help other people not even people that are suffering from mental health challenges but people that might be having little ups and downs in their lives you can help them with the the language that you know bro, bro gives you to to impart some wisdom to them to help them
0: okay, great thanks um keith
4: sheila we'll hand back to you now i think yeah i suppose um and because i am only getting to know grow in the last few weeks and i suppose I did want to be part of this podcast because I think that not having had any mental challenges at all, you can still take wisdoms from, I suppose, all the different kind of bits of the GROW program that I've, I've heard of. At a time now where we found ourselves with, you know, this crisis, we're all feeling overwhelmed and we're all, I suppose, very much in it together that I think that there's, there's so much in what you guys are saying that everyday people will need to hear in the next few weeks to just put some kind of order into the disorder you know that that's that we've all found ourselves Mm -hmm. in and i suppose the the questions i'd have for all of you are things like um what do you think that you know the struggle with isolation and the newness of isolation and the the other problems that are that are going to face people about you know being worried about family being worried about the guilt if you were to catch the virus and pass it on to somebody else. All those things that are, I suppose, keeping us all awake at night because we just don't know what's going to happen. Sheila, you know, it, one of the things we're going to discuss
0: is what is grow. And I suppose it is a place for ordinary people. Absolutely, there, A group of ordinary people come together um, weekly, just, just kind of learn. This, the skills that the programme mm. gives to, to get through the day-to-day life. But, um, yeah. you know, a lot of people come in saying, for example, you know, that they're just not sure what they'll expect at the a meeting, that, you know, yeah are they going to walk in and find you know that these are there are people sitting around a table that are very different from them and i suppose the first thing i would hear in the time i'm working grow is people saying oh god you know it's just a group of ordinary people working yeah, on a program yeah and i would yeah. always say that there's there is no of them there's just no, us no and there was um i know there was a, a group of, of students that did um you know an experiment once where they asked people have you ever used your mental health Have ever been challenged have you ever had mental health difficulties mm. and they were filming this outside a shopping center so everybody being aware they were being filmed and the word mental health being used they all rushed past and said no 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 i haven't ever and they asked the same 10 people coming out have you ever suffered with stress and they all said, "Yeah, God, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. have <laughs> the stress associated with, yeah, language, yeah. or whatever." So it's language. But at the end of the day, it's all of us. And as you said, Sheila, it's all inclusive, you know. But it's just yeah. we can, we can just forget that sometimes. And I suppose <coughs> as you said, now more than ever, we're all yeah. in it together, you know. Yeah. so Yeah. So, what part do you guys want to talk about? Maybe what parts of the problem you find have found helpful in? The last couple of weeks when we've been thrown into this crisis and this kind of unusual time that we're living through.
4: I think it's one point yeah. that was made, one point that was made to me recently was that you know people who usually blow off steam at the gym or they meet a friend for coffee and yeah. have a rant, that's been taken away from all of us. And yeah. also, you know, the groups that that you guys go into that offer that support and guidance, that's been taken away because the, the groups can't continue. So it's it's facing that kind of if these are the coping mechanisms you usually use how do you how do you rebuild something and get creative about rebuilding something that's going to work and, and yeah. all together for the next few weeks you know
0: exactly.
4: yeah.
0: okay. okay anybody want to come in here and maybe talk about how they have how, how you've been coping what parts of the
3: problem yeah I, I i'll come in here if you want yeah, yeah um everything. i want my primary worry at the moment is around my family and specifically my parents who are both very well and very active right. and my partner's parents And what would happen if they got sick and we wouldn't be able to be with them? So I was very anxious about it and it was really driving me up the wall. So I stopped because growth teaches you to stop and take a breath. And I said to myself, is this anxiety proportionate to what's going on in society? Would anybody faced with this without bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. feel the same way? And the answer is yes. And it made me... (coughs) Level, it made the anxiety level out a bit, that everybody's going to experience this now, you know? Yep. So by by, by by stopping and taking a breath and, you know, thinking about the program, saying is it probable, certain, possible, you know, um, it made the anxiety quell down a bit. And then I was able to say, well, I won't be an emotional reaction, I'll be a person. So instead of having all that anxiety and emotion around it, yep. I've decided I want to do something practical about it. And that's like picking up the phone or talking to my mother through the fence or something like that, you know? <laughs> Practical rather than, you know, letting the anxiety build up and letting it take hold of you. Yeah,
0: yeah no, that's, that makes sense. that's a great example, yeah. yeah. I suppose it's, it's, it's something that, it's very ordinary, you know, that we're gonna to react to this, you know? Um, and that is in, in part of, of our program as well. And I suppose for people listening that don't know the, pro- the program, you know, just want to be conscious of that as well. Yes. Yeah. We would say, do the ordinary thing. Okay, mm. do get, you know, um, And it is very ordinary to feel anxious at this, this time. Sorry, Jerry, do you want to come in there?
1: You know, there's, a, there's a great parallel here with the, the, the big part of our group meetings, which is the practical task. You know, the, the, the reason for the practical task, well, there's a number of reasons. But one of the big reasons is that we're taking back a little bit of control that we think we don't have. So, you know, within mental health, similar to when What's happening now at the moment with this word is we think we, we have no control.
4: Yeah.
1: The reason we give ourselves tasks each week is to take back a little bit of control. In other words, if we name it, it doesn't matter what the task is. And even if you're in lockdown and you decide to do something, mm-hmm. whether it be clean a room or make a bed or plant a flower, whatever it may be, the very fact that you name that task, yep. you fulfill that task, you're taking back control. Okay. There may yeah. be not, but it, may, it may look trivial, the task itself, but it's not about the, the, the actual task that you're doing itself. It's a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It's you're taking back mm-hmm. control. We give ourselves credit. When we do those practical tasks, we give ourselves credit for doing that. Even though we're going to do millions of other things. Yeah. That one we name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. by naming it, you're yeah. taking control. So you still have a choice. You also have a choice of how you're going to react to the situation mm-hmm. yeah you know you may feel you know what was me and blah 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 but you have a choice they cannot mm-hmm. t- no can take away how you choose to react to the situation yeah and you know you know in the 12-step program there's so many parallels like we took our courage in our hands and then we asked for help and
4: that's the, know, that's, that's the first step is it Jerry that's the, f- the first. Step. No, that's the second step. Okay. Okay. First
0: step okay. of any recovery, um, and I suppose this just applies to life, is to admit. admit
3: so until we mind. until
0: we admit that there, we have a problem, we can't change okay. it. Okay. Um, and yeah. yeah, so, so it, that I suppose just facing up to what's happening is, is the admission. Yeah. yeah, like with, with what we're going aware. through at the moment. be yep. Just admitting that you know what this is, this really is starting to yeah. affect me, and maybe I need to ask for help, and okay. that could be just picking up the phone and chatting to your friend and saying do you know what I need to stay, stay in contact yeah. or it could be you know saying to whoever's living with you do you know I really need some space to even yes. if it's only for an hour a day you yeah. know so whatever is going to help you get through that so to have the courage to ask for help because sometimes we it can't take courage to put up yeah. your hand and go do you know what I actually need some help here because yeah. I don't know it's a pride thing that stops us from doing that but yeah it's something that we would find people can identify with struggling with
4: you know yeah and I um, I'm just thinking in terms of even you know the fact that we're all living in our our houses and very close to our own families and that admitting step you know if, if you're rather than reacting to somebody in your family who is irritating you or you, they're, you know you're irritating them if you admit you know this is tough for us all, go easy on me or I'll go easy on you. And maybe that's even just, you know, takes the, the heat out of the situation because that, that's what's going to be trying, I think, is just spending so much time with people that, you know, we love. But yet it's like, it's like Christmas Day every day, you know. <laughs> Families in a very close environment that they're not used to spending all that time with each other. The other steps we
1: have, we, we developed the willpower to do the right thing in spite of our feelings, the ninth yeah. step. I mean, that's what we're asked to to be. That's what we're asked of now, to do the right thing in spite yeah. of our feeling. The yeah. kids are asked to do yeah. try and do yeah, homework at home, not just have a holiday. The feeling yeah. is you want to play. We all yeah. want to play. Yeah. But if you just want to do all the time, you're yeah. not going to get. So I think we're asked, and also then the other step that comes to mind is we endured until cured. Yeah. The sixth you know. Yeah. Put that to any walk of life. We're not going to have it all our own way. Yeah. But if we put our feelings to one side a little bit, okay. and, go and do the right thing. Yeah. You're the other part of it. Is if the yeah, workflow... the
0: feelings and facts is a really good one, Jerry. And I think that's something that you know, whether you're in grow or not, it's easy enough to understand because mm. we might not feel like getting out of bed, but the fact is, it's better for us to get up and get out of bed. You know. Exactly. Or we might feel like you know people people don't like us and we can spend a lot of energy worrying about that when the fact is we don't know and yeah, yeah. what what anybody else is thinking you know yeah. is there any um, parts of the problem, dara keith that you're finding or helping you yeah. through this time i, uh, I, I know also, keith you could speak about sorry but dara maybe you would like to come in
2: yeah i think as well also i find helpful as well is keeping a diary and um, to write down and remind myself of I suppose the positive and negative things it can help as well to get get things out of your head. Yeah. Um, you know, And um, one of the things that we that we talk about in the fourteen eight or fourteen aids to recovery is about, you know, we can all have feelings of being up and down and one of the aids is resume quickly without fuss after a setback yes. and so we can all have ups and downs and that's okay yeah and but the important thing is is to resume and to keep going and sometimes you know when our head is full of things it can help us uh, to write things down and get them out. Okay. and it helps us to remind us of the positive things that we've achieved. yeah so I think yeah. that's yeah. that's a good thing as well to 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 remind us of, of what we've achieved as well.
3: I think what you were saying, Sheila, as well about people living in pro- close proximity over the next few weeks, it's going to yeah, be um, yeah. um, part of the programme of GROW is about reasonableness and to behave reasonably and to expect reasonable behaviour from others and I think that's going to come into play when families are thrown together for like, for however long this is going to last, yeah. you know? Yeah. That you have to be respectful of each other and give each other space, but mm-hmm. also, you know, you should behave reasonably. If you're following the Grow program, you behave reasonably, and yes. you expect reasonableness in return. And reasonableness is a very—it's a—it's a brilliant word because it doesn't yeah. provoke. It doesn't, you know. Yeah. You say you're talking to somebody. Sometimes say, actually, you're not being reasonable now, and they will stop and say, "Okay, I'm not." You know.
4: And they'll they'll, they'll actually process it. Doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, okay. so reasonable really yeah. is going to be something that uh, might be challenged over the next few weeks.
4: Yeah. yeah. That, no, that, 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 that makes that eat. makes really good sense, Kate. Yeah. 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 Yeah and that is
0: part of the programme Keith, that comes up quite a lot in meetings isn't it, the reasonableness one. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people especially with young families and that would often say they find that really good. You know if you have a teenager like under the current circumstances that's saying you know what it's fine I'm going out you know Um, rather than arguing to say do you think that's reasonable that you're you know it just changes the whole tone oh, of it. Sure, you know, yeah. It takes um,
3: the emotion out of us.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah yeah you know so yeah, yeah no, that's a really good point it, it it makes them really kind of would make well if someone said it to me it would make me kind of take a step back and think about how i'm reacting you know and then you're yeah exactly, yeah
3: yeah
4: questioning yeah. their reaction but one one thing that's kind of i think i find myself kind of every time i hear you know a timeline put onto this crisis i i feel like that's you know when people say weeks or months and I tried to kind of, and it's something that I, I think you guys have kind of taught me in, in the few weeks of, that have been with Girl is about, you know, it's going to pass and it's one day at a time because if you, if you start thinking about it in six weeks time, you're, you're dreading that six yeah. weeks. Yeah. The next yeah. Days and we'll, we'll see what happens and it's changing all the time. So it's, it's just to try and keep that real, you know? That, yeah. Jerry, also, oh, sorry. Go ahead, or, Jerry. I
1: want to say there, when we talked about losing control and all that, there's another, uh, area where in mental health but it's also in in, in physical health it's medically assisted recovery you know that's what we that's what the that's what the clinicians say it's medically assisted recovery yes and it's been said the same way with this word is we have a part to play and that's giving you control absolutely it's not taking control away yeah yeah Part to play in our own recovery whether that be mental health or physical health and especially with this words at the moment We have a big part to play. So also medical profession and all that. So you're not just handing it over to the man, you know, hoping that the man it all right. Yeah. That's not you have control because you're asked to bring that bit of control back in to help medically assisted recovery.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking um as well about balance, you know, and how important that is in our life. And I suppose throughout the whole (laughs) growth program, if you were to I suppose condensing into what is this telling me? How is this telling me to live? How is this going to help me to live? I suppose it, it's encouraging balance in all of our life, you know, mm. um, and you know that balance could be, for example, recognizing. That you know, um, it's okay that obviously we need our feelings. We you know, we it's not telling us not to have feelings, but maybe not to give them total control. You know, okay. so to yeah. find that balance in, in everything that we do. So do you find that part of the program, I suppose, that encouragement to have balance. And it, at the moment, that could be, as Jerry mentioned, mind, body, spirit. It could be getting out for a walk. It could be, you know, doing something like reading a book, or but in, in, making sure you're feeding all three things: mind, yeah. body, and spirit. You know, so have you found that helpful at all, or you know, would you've thought of that in the program in that way?
3: If anyone? Yeah, wants... yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's what's needed at the moment, like because people are anxious; they're they're letting the anxiety build and build, and we have to look at the bigger picture and we have to say, um. We can only control what we can control.
4: Yeah.
3: And we need a balance in in, in 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 how we how we think about, you know, what's going to happen over the coming weeks. We need yeah. we need a balance. We need to look at our, our mental, our physical and our spiritual health.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And you know, do stuff that, you know, do stuff that makes us happy. If it's like, I don't know, if people play a musical instrument or they read a favorite book or watch a movie or something that they really like. Yeah. And do something that makes them happy every day. Yeah. You know, and have an hour for themselves if that's possible, or even thirty minutes for themselves, fifteen yeah. minutes for themselves. A
4: little but bit just of self-care. To, you know,
3: yeah, self-care, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well
4: okay. I, believe it or not, we're actually we're actually nearly nearly at the end of our, our first podcast. Um Firstly, just to say, as someone who, who doesn't know Grow as well, it's been, it's been just really good to listen to all your takes on it. And um, I suppose I, I hope that when our group, our fellow group members um, who haven't been able to access their groups, when they listen to this, that they might feel a little bit of comfort knowing that, as we said, we're all in this together. You can also find a list of um, contact details for any mental health crisis lines if you you need them on our website, which is grow.ie. And do keep an eye on grow.ie for, you know, helps of how to um, deal with, um, I suppose, the the crisis that we're in at the moment and other helpful tips for for keeping healthy. Um, So again, thanks a million guys for joining us and I'll talk to you all soon.